I'm Vinam and this is the Nixers Podcast. On today's episode we're discussing pressure as a free Unix user when the word is standing against you. Let's start first of all with the title. It's very misleading and that's what I wanted to, to trigger in the people's mind. I wanted to make them rage about just the title. Okay, so let's read the introduction uh, I added on on the forums. Unix is, a fl Unix is flexible, but it's standing against giants that intrude privacy and freedom. The word is complex and harsh. There aren't always possible alter alternatives to some softwares, or the options aren't as efficient as the proprietary ones. How do you deal with this? What is your opinion of the situation? What can you do to make it better? Now, first of all, I did use some words to, to trigger the, the f real free Unix users like alternatives, proprietary, uh, so, some, some privacy intrusion, big companies. Yeah, the idea is that I did that on purpose, to say something, to mean something. Like, as Unix users, we don't even think this way. We're not standing against the word. It's not an alternative. It's a whole new mindset. It's a hacker mindset. We're not doing it because it's uh, something free that you use in opposition to something that isn't free. It's more like uh, we adhere to a philosophy that is different. It's completely different. It's not an opposition. It's different. And I was like, okay, so what is the hacker mindset? And I, I, I want to in introduce like what recently happened on the forums. There was a dude posting nagging about uh, a post Zebra wrote about using Vim instead of Eclipse to, to program Java applications, something like that. And uh, he, he, it was a nice hack, like using the headless Eclipse interface to be able to, to write Java application and then compile them, whatever, with the GVM. Yeah, it was a very nice thing. It's not an alternative to the proprietary thing. And then the dude went ape on the forums saying uh, stuff like, I don't want this, it's not... It's staying backward. I want to stay with Vim, with uh, Eclipse. Uh, you're retarded. A bunch of insults that uh, he tried to to say something like, "We're living in past minds," and as if it's wrong to 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 put some hacking. I mean, to be able to build something in another way. That's the hacking mindset. That's like to to be. A, so powerful that you can't create stuff in ways that couldn't be th th thought before. Like this thing wasn't meant to use with them. Eclipse, Java, the GVM, it wasn't meant to be used with them. Vim it's just a simple text editor. And then you can just do this hack and and be able to write stuff with them for uh, the GVM. So that's surprisingly nice. We're not standing against a word. We're building things with this kind of curiosity in our, 
in our mind. It's, it's something that triggers us. And I was quite happy with the, the community's reaction on this. It was, it was showing how ma mature we got. Um, they, they, they were saying basically, uh, you're free to do whatever you want. Why would you disagree with it? There's nothing wrong with trying new things, innovating. Yeah. So now let's go on the subject of standing against the world. Are we really standing against big companies like Google, Microsoft, Apple? Sure, their tooling, the, their software is better, but it's not the it's not the idea. It's not it's not standing against them. We're not uh, we're not in a capitalist way of thinking. We're not thinking that way. It's more like okay, it's nice. It's very nice. We can build our own stuff. We have the power over it. We're free. We're not. We're not looking at it as if it was monetary-wise, we're losing, gaining. It's not that. And sure, companies have their fan base and when they, they, they go crazy against us, why would you use free Unix when you're not gaining money from it? Those kind of arguments against licenses also, like new MIT license, uh, BSD license, like why would you use free licenses that you can distribute the source? Well, and, and it goes goes on and on. The brainwash of the people, of the dark side. And we're looked at as if we're against them. That's the view from the outside. But we're not against others. We're not. It's more like we have our own little community of people that enjoy doing things and certain ways that are open and on Unix also you you have power over your machine that's the idea that's what I wanted to bring in this episode so now the question of privacy and freedom those are also concerns but I mean you know NSA all those scandals Edward Snowden the the big eye watching upon us yeah it's 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 a community idea going around like other people didn't care about it until there was a leak but we already knew anyway in all case the world is not against us we live on in our own world and that's it we're free in our own world we're not standing against anyone well, that was today's subject. Now let's review last week. We discussed backups. I was with Zebra and he mentioned a lot of things. It was quite interesting. Uh, he, he got those, those, those things, uh, like those new techniques, like he mentioned using cron jobs to do a weekly backup or just uh, UDEV. So when you connect a USB, it automatically executes a script to do backups. It was very nice. Uh, I'm tempted to try it because what I do usually is when I connect my hard disk, uh, I manually run the backup. So it would be nice to to do it when I automatically when I connect it because I don't use the hard drive for anything else. It would save me like two seconds, but might be worth it. Just a little hack to test uh, the, those UDEV events. Now this week, what did I do? Uh, I presented the 
a speech on a local developer meetups called uh, MENA Devs, Middle East and Northern Asia Developers. Yeah, it was. The, I had another talk prepared, the one I mentioned last week, that I built with Empress.js, but they cancelled this at the last minute because somehow they thought it would it would incite people into thinking or trying some stuff on data mining that they might not be anyway they thought it was hacking so one hour before the venue I had to prepare a, a new presentation and I did it and it was pretty successful it was pretty nice yeah that was the the, uh, the talk I gave I also finished an ASCII art, which looks like a sort of spider. It was pretty cool. And concerning ASCII art, this week uh, Zero introduced me to BBS, the old thing that you connect to with Telnet, a BBS community related to ASCII arts. It's a group called the Impure Group. It's pretty epic. I never used the BBS before. Very, very nice. It makes you realize that even at this time, and at this, at the time where they had BBS, it was still cool to connect to it. I find it very thrilling to 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 connect to a BBS. There's not much, there are not many users on it, but but it's still uh, very very cool. Just to know you're able to still view a BBS. Okay, so in the month of June, I want to introduce new stuff on Nixers. I want to introduce a, a new ASCII art contest, probably. The last winner was Zero. I want to introduce a scavenger hunt, internet scavenger hunt, like we did some some weeks ago. And Zero built it with an IRC bot, and it was pretty fun. You had to connect. You had to go from IRC to the to Unix porn, I think there, there was a post on Unix porn, and then you had to do the Caesar cipher, and then it took you to the IRC, and then you connect on IRC. There's a bot replying to comments, and uh, it was it was giving out outputs of uh, I think it was a cyberpunk uh, text, and then you find online the, the text, and then you have to quote it and reply back. It was pretty fun, so we're gonna do that in the month of June on Nixers. Also for the podcast, I'm gonna introduce a, a, a contest which will consist of writing a song for the intro and outro of the podcast. Currently for the intro, we've been meeting 30 minutes before the podcast and uh, we just came up with random stuff to do the intro. Every time we did something random. There was SSH Bio doing some uh, chip tunes i was doing beatbox then with zebra we did some french talking then the first episode i think someone was singing and then another one i was nagging i think yeah so it wasn't very coherent and the more i'm watching podcast the more i'm uh, i'm realizing that we need something that is repetitive at every start of a podcast it it doesn't have to be long it can be four to five seconds maybe even less just a little uh, little beat. It would be nice. I'm going to introduce that uh, just after this podcast. I'm going to create the thread. Also, we discussed an, a previous podcast, I think two weeks ago, when we talked about uh, what is your workflow. 
I was discussing it and at the same time was saying it will it would be nice to have a, a webcast at the same time. Uh, and I discussed it with Zebra and SSH Bio and some other people on IRC. I think Kirby was watching it. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna introduce webcast like we did and like we did some. I think it was last year in the month of uh, June or July. Yeah, we did a, a, a compilation of workflow, but it was very, very, uh, very small, and there was no sound. We couldn't get what the, the the persons were doing but it was a set of instructions we had to follow like open a text editor write this text then open a browser post it in the forum then everyone did it and then we saw how they would do it on on, on their setup so also in the month of june we're going to introduce a webcast thread and in the month of june we're going to start back like the past two years we're going to do the one week in the TTY. It's a challenge where you spend the whole week without graphical environment, without X11. It's quite interesting. It's phenomenal actually. You you learn how to deal with with things without having to reach for the mouse, to to have to view things in graphical environment. You start to use multiplexers to th to move things around you you get back a new workflow and the TTY and for those who didn't try it before or for those who are aren't really at ease with the command line it's very recommended i would recommend it you learn a lot uh there was one year where uh, someone was playing dwarf fortress like he got addicted i think i did start playing it but I got confused. It's it's a game, an RPG where you have ASCII arts, and ASCII arts represents the world, and it's uh, it's dynamically generated. So there, there's no there's no predefined path in the game. It's impressive, but the, you have to imagine in your head like what are those ASCII arts representing? Like is this a wolf attacking my man, my dwarf? But then. It even builds story randomly. Anyway, so we're gonna introduce the weekend the TTY. And yeah, that's about it for the podcast. Uh, have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed it. See ya.